So we're back here on the mic. I have namesake DJ Delisala with me. Um, you just got back from quite a trip. You were where were you? Oh, so we uh, we were invited to go to Dallas with uh, my mentor, coach Tom Ferry, and twenty other very high producing teams around the country to lock ourselves in a room, talk about what works, what's working, and what is going to work in the future. And how many of those people do you think are just kind of like sitting behind a desk, feet up, and just like relaxing throughout day to day, week to week? Um, I don't think anybody works less than probably 80, 90 hours a week. It's freaking right. insane. Right. Just because, look, being in a room full of big thinkers and people that are trying to do great things, it, there's nothing more exciting for me. And to know that we're probably going to be in that room again, not only is it like big thinking, we're also very competitive. Right. So everyone's sitting in the room like, all right, I can do that, that, and that. And so everyone's going to leave there, implement a bunch of stuff, which in turn works more and then see right. what happens. Well, yeah, I remember you saying even yesterday talking about something that we do really well that everybody else saw and was like, man, like, that's so clever, I can, but like just won't bow to do it because obviously there's like that, you know, flattery of replication. But at the same time, they just want to uh, they want something for their own that speaks the same the same way. Um, now, how does someone get into a, a circle like that? Is that something obviously you're invited, but you've just constantly been obsessed with this, with coaching, with Honestly, with getting in a room like that, that's all I've heard for two years is you just constantly being obsessed with that and putting that as like your number one priority on top of everything else you're doing. Yeah, just getting in the room, thinking different. Mm -hmm. Like here's what coaching does. And, you know, I played sports my whole life. Coaching not only holds you accountable and what, you know, sure, that's great. But in this stage of my life and with it, you know, we have a really successful group right now. Mm -hmm. Coaches help you think different. They help you think bigger and they do hold you accountable because if you don't think bigger every year, mm -hmm. you know, Tom has me writing out my, my 20 year plan. And I started writing this letter and this letter is probably going to take me, I've been working on it now for like three weeks. And I probably have another three to four weeks to go. And it's insane to really start putting yourself 20 years down the line. Noah will be 36 years old. Which is That's crazy. Uh, so just the kind of mind frame you got, but you know, you do it in stages, like one year, three year, five year, right, seven, ten, right. Et and they say doing things that scare you will always help you grow. Obviously, this is something. I mean, think about your own son being thirty six years old. That's probably something that scares the ever loving you know what out of you. It's kind of sad. What's well, sad? But, I mean, we're just. I was just over your place. I think it was two weekends ago, and Noah was going like driving because like he's. Right. I know he takes his driving test in like a week. That's wild. Minorly, you know. Did you give him a good bike? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he thinks he's getting a truck. I don't know. We'll see. Let's yeah, let's we'll keep that on ice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, so my anxiety, 
you know, right. Next year will be through the roof with him driving good. a lot of sleepless, you know, until he gets home nights. But good, good. Because I don't think you were giving, you didn't have enough anxiety, enough stress. You weren't <laughs> working hard enough. You're just like adding gasoline. It's just like that meme of that character sitting in that fire and it's just like, it's fine. Like, so that's uh, you. good news is with him driving, we will have a new employee of the DJ and Lindsay team. I love that. Yeah. Because we've, um, I don't want to say we're spread thin, but we're spread thin. We have a lot of people, you know, making things happen because there's a lot that goes on. I mean, yeah. we, we provide a lot to our agents um, and they rely on us. And it's mm -hmm. great because it's a two-way two kind of street there. Like, you know, they provide for us, we provide for them. Um, and it's one of the great things that uh, people love about people. So, so I now, just heard two, I, two things that I, I just read yesterday. Hit me. So it was about, you know, hard work. Mm -hmm. I saw... You know, I don't know if it was a real quote, but it was online, so it had to be real, right? It had to be, had to be. <laughs> it's definitely real. It's 100 percent. But it was like Elon Musk says, "I've worked 16 hours a day, seven days a week, right? Um, 365 days a year, and people still call me lucky, right?" And you know, it's like it resonates because yeah. I think people like really think like there's not this crazy, no, not just here with any successful people, and then followed by that probably. You know, three lines. You know, three scrolls down mm -hmm. of the old Facebook. It said that leaders are uncomfortable every day. Yeah, every day. And I couldn't. That really resonated with me as well, because I wake up, I walk through, you know, every door every day. It's uncomfortable. It's like, mm -hmm. man, I got to do these things. We have to make uncomfortable decisions. We have to make sure we're we're moving the ball forward. Right, because you have a thousand eyes looking at you constantly. To like what's the next move yeah and this is the next move because it's uncomfortable because it's taking risk it's doing things right. and it's going places that I, I i truly don't think there's a lot of teams going where we're doing what we're doing or mm -hmm. brokerages even for that matter so right. it's definitely uncomfortable trying to pioneer this you know the way we're trying to call it uberize the real estate world right i mean even just the announcement you made yesterday in our morning meeting um that we won't go really that into but just a way to include and incorporate other people from real estate to allow them to kind of be in the conversation with us because we want we want people to understand who we are, how hard we work, the service we provide. Some people can't get on board with the full the full suite, so we're just trying to figure out how we can kind of like let them be a part of the conversation. I think it was it was very well understood, received, and like I think yeah. they they loved it, right? Yeah. So lots of exciting things happening next year. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, and it's going to, so, you know, so Todd and team do a really good job. I think you guys have been missing the big announcement kind of yeah. lead up videos. We're going to have yeah. a bunch of those coming up yeah. soon. So yeah, we're, we, we, one thing that this department is known for is like big, <laughs> big hyping big of, hype. of something up. I remember when we, Last April Fools, we did the thing of you guys purchasing oh, the lighthouse. That was amazing. Yeah, but the number one comment that like got like I don't know like thirty likes or whatever it is was that I know this isn't real because there was no hype lead up to it. Ah, <laughs> but had there been hype lead up to it, this is a very plausible thing that we would have painted it purple, fully branded it, privatized the the lighthouse, and just completely. <laughs> I have the most insane one for this year. Oh gosh, so. Coming we, soon. We We're have, gonna hype this one though. We, we have one. We have one that we've been kicking around that we thought was fun. It's not like, it's not as good as last year. It was just kind of like, oh, that would be funny. And then Matt and I kind of like took off on a character um, that we were building for that. That was really funny. <laughs> good. 
but so you we'll have some real ones Q1 right, right. And so then, we'll yeah. have some we'll have some real ones but um so from dallas you guys th- it wasn't it. it didn't the trip didn't end in so, dallas <laughs> my wife is the best and best planner in the world so we uh we got to dallas on tuesday mm-hmm. went to a dallas mavericks game boss uh brooklyn nets which yeah. is insane well, let's not skip that you were literally courtside courtside so i was supposed <laughs> to go with tom Tom calls me. He goes, "Hey, I need to be a hundred percent. I'm not, you know, I just want right. to kind of get get myself together because I have t- all these people coming in." Right? Does Lindsay want to go? It's like, yeah, Lindsay loves uh, loves basketball. So right. he's like, so Lindsay and I went, and uh, hey, I mean, Noah sent you guys a photo. You guys are on TV. Then you guys sent me a photo of somebody else on the bench, and you guys are in the background. Yeah, have, Luca like, Doncic. <laughs> and then I'm eating popcorn, which I'm like, good thing it wasn't like falling out. Yeah. and embarrassing. Yeah. That was probably a wild experience. A great experience. Um, Dallas, if you guys haven't been there, Dallas is a really cool city. I think who was it might have been Lindsay talking about just like how clean this is. Oh, just like we walk to the game, they have great restaurants, the people. I mean, it's just it's 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 top notch and I really enjoyed it. I, I've it, been there three times. Does now. it feel like a southern city, or does it kind of feel like New York, just clean and in Texas? <laughs> it's like a good mixture of both. Right. It's just it's hard to explain. It's, uh, r- the walkability is really good. That's um, awesome. Because Houston's not like that at all. Yeah. So Houston's not like that. I would argue Chicago doesn't isn't really walkable. There's it's so spread y- out. Yeah. Chicago is also kind of strange that. Um, but great city. But it's just yeah. I don't know. You meet people there, and right. some you know Texans are great. Great, great people. Yeah, right. They're very welcoming if you're on their good side. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing I've been on the bad side. Yeah, right. That's good. Um, all right. So hit me with the. So s- then we get plan. this call. So she's back to her being organized. So we're, we're planned out. We're gonna get. We're gonna fly home on on Saturday morning. I get a call from the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they're like, "Hey, would you uh, be interested in flying on a plane with us to Nashville on Saturday, going?" You know, doing a dinner and then going to the game on Sunday at the Titans. And you just hit him with a nah. I was like, <laughs> nah, 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 I can't do that. Nah. So I was like, all right, I, I just need five minutes. Give me five minutes. <laughs> just, I need five minutes. I got to figure out how I'm going to pitch this to Lindsay because I, I know her. She's like, all right, I'm going to do laundry. I'm going to get myself prepared for the next week, and right. this is going to be great. Um, So... I changed the flight. So we were supposed to land here at 1, but we were leaving here in Jacksonville at 1. So I changed it to land in, at 10.17. Okay, which makes so sense. So I went to her and I was like, hey, I changed our flights. And I was like, guess what? We're going to Nashville tomorrow. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. Right. Yeah, so, funny. Funny. Okay, well, yeah. So we land, in, we land here Saturday, eat lunch, jump on a plane, land in Nashville, check into the hotel, meet incredible incredible people that are you know within the jaguar organization um you know that that work there so i mean it's just a top notch all the way right and we miss each other so in a insane bout of irony i was in nashville because my sister had just graduated from nursing school and literally we missed each other by like 10 or 12 hours i left you guys landed and the hotel that we were staying at was directly in like across the street from the titan stadium so and like my parents are like do dj and Lindsay want to like meet up and i'm like no yes no i i'm gonna go on record yes so (laughs) i'm like no um you're not allowed near them unsupervised (laughs) i'm like i'm not i'm not staking my entire career 
on the two of you meeting them in a foreign city where you guys have no clue where they are. <laughs> they have no clue where they are. Yeah. So another great city, Nashville. Yeah. So I was like, man, this is two of my favorite cities. Back Nashville is rad too. So um, yeah. did you go to a honky tonk? So we walked up and down Broadway a little bit. Um, you didn't did, go in a honky tonk. Well, there's like three of them. There's there, like there's 400 honky. Well, I was gonna say Broadway. so. There's the one that's right on I think Third and and Broadway, which I've been in before. So that was my third time there. Okay. So I've like I mean Tootsie's. I've like I've been I've been there. It's great. The stage, I love it. But I was there with my family, so obviously you kind of like. How did you know it was that Tootsie's in the stage? Well, there's there's staples there. Okay. Tin Roof is a staple there. Tin Roof's really good. I heard yeah. some of my best acts there. Kid yeah. Rock. Yeah. Kid Rock has some of the best acoustics, we, I think. We did Jason Aldean's rooftop, <clears throat> That's which cool. connects to Luke Bryan's rooftop, but is all above, uh, what's it called? Something Cowboy, Tequila Cowboy, which is also a cool spot, which is like the bottom where it's got like the old Chevy or Cadillac. Or I just got an idea because we've been on the mic with Todd for so long. Comment below if you think that Todd should sing Honky Tonk. <laughs> On the next episode, yeah, we'll get some music in the background. Yeah. So comment below what song you want Todd to sing. Yeah, and I think that'd be a good. He'll idea. prep, and I think it'll be really good. Yeah, I think it'll be all right. No pressure. And if it does well, whoever the artist is, we'll see if they'll want to duet it on TikTok or something. Yeah, yeah. I see Tim Tim McGraw does that a lot. Tim McGraw like mixes other people's TikToks of like them singing his song. Really? Yeah, he's he's like big on that. We got to think a lot of those artists like when they went into quarantine it's just like a fight for like staying relevant kind yeah. of like Elton John and Dua Lipa put out like a s songs together, right? Like it's just like so like how can we be so different because we can't go out like we can't have concerts, we can't do all these things. So people just started doing like insanely weird things. So here's Tim McGraw, country music star, TikToking with like people who have no clue what they're doing. On that note, do you know what I really hope happened through all of that? I really hope writers of movies started getting creative again and shows. Right. Because it just seems like we just remake all of the same movies anymore. Yeah. The creativity space in Hollywood, it's I mean maybe I'm wrong, but it has definitely no, not because decreased. How, so hopefully them taking a bit right. to slow down helped a little bit. How many more Fast and the Furious movies do you think you're gonna not you see? You know <laughs> I think when Noah's thirty six we should be at Fast and Furious Centurion. Yeah. I mean I, I I thought it was ridiculous when we were at like four. I'm like, all right, this is like getting pretty well but now they're like at fast nine i'm like at what point like i think the whatever new one they make is has to feature elon musk has to feature a space shuttle like i don't know at this point it's just getting insane but it's back to what you're saying it's like why are we just churning out the same things i mean granted some classics have come a long way right. like steven spielberg just redid west side story so yeah, that's coming so out that, it's gonna be really good i'm a bat yeah. i love batman i'm excited to always see the bat so I'm, right. you know it's not it's but the but story that man is like different i watched the dark knight on the plane the movie's legendary it's just so good who's your favorite batman of all time well it's definitely not george clooney <laughs> <laughs> so let's start there um i think it would if i had to rank it in order I would probably do Christian Bale, then probably Val Kilmer, then maybe like Michael Keaton, then probably probably Adam West, <laughs> <laughs> and then George Clooney. Um, I'm interested to see yeah how Robert Pattinson does. It. I don't think Ben Affleck is. Yeah, he didn't make that cut. Yeah, for that sure. was that was just strange. I it was a reach, that, but 
Yeah, I don't know where that came from. That was strange. But um, but yeah, that's that. Christian I think that's, Bale is really good. Dude, he's so like you though. He's just obsessed with the craft, right? So like, yes, it's great to to motivate yourself with whatever the paycheck of the industry you're in, but that just follows suit because he's just obsessed with that. I mean, look at even things he's done. He did American Hustle. He was mm -hmm. like 260 pounds. Mm -hmm. Then he did whatever the. Uh, what was the mo the fighting the boxer movie with Mark Wahlberg or somewhere he plays like the oh, yeah, brother? Yeah. Um, Not for brother. Um, no, it's gonna kill me. But he's like he's talking. like forty pounds. Yeah, he's like rail thin. For the Dark Knight, he was just beefy, thick, cut. Like it's just someone who just puts their physical body on the line and is obsessed with that magic. What was that magic movie he was in too? That was really good. The too. Prestige. Yeah, yeah, great movie. I mean, he's. Yeah, well, job. right. I mean, he, but the point is, is that he's just obsessed with it, and people just think, "Man, Christian Bale's so lucky." It's like, yeah, no, look at all. That. Yeah, right. Like, look how hard he works. Look at, I mean, American Psycho. People saw him, and it was a shock when people found out he wasn't even an American actor. Yes, I'm like, that's in itself is like a huge task. But and, again, and, it's and I always think about coming from us doing video right how ridiculously hard it is right hard and to know what they're doing on sets just to get a scene and how out how many hours they have to film wait how many hours they have to prep to then film like right. to go like it's th that industry is, is right is i mean crazy let's so look at even the uh, incident with alec baldwin that happened during a rehearsal right there was no camera even rolling and they had they were literally going through everything and some people just want to be like oh i should i say this all the time i should have a podcast i should do this i'm like if you're not doing it already mm -hmm. what makes you think that if someone showed up with three hundred thousand right. dollars worth of crew and equipment that you would just all of a sudden just be like yep right like i'm, I'm doing it now matthew mcconaughey too you, you know he's, McConaughey. An he's another person that yeah really dives into the roles and yeah and does all that and kind of like again was and I use self-made because, at least Hollywood to me, I'm like, anyone can fit, for the most part, any role. Right. Right? But it's who, it's who's going to embody that character, who's going to literally, like, tough it out. I mean, I just learned that when you, I guess you, like, petition for an Academy Award. You, like, have to, like, go around, make these rounds every time you're going to these festivals and, like, petition that you're... Right character your movie is is up for an academy award it's like not just like a man that movie was sick. Right. all right here's an award right but, but again, yeah like, you so lucky it's like not luck <laughs> but for those who haven't out there the audiobook green lights yes is absolutely a must listen to matthew mcconaughey reads it he it's a fascinating book it's a storytelling it's it's really yeah, I think really captivating that, didn't you put that up in our book club yeah we did it for book club yeah. everyone loved it so I, I i i've listened to it three times it's, right and one thing we do here uh every we it's wednesdays up here when is it is it thursday yeah thursday, okay. thursday yeah is we do uh we have a book club here and like it's constantly packed and we're going to start featuring it more um my team and i are working on a way that we can constantly feature it um, kind of get people, you guys involved, where you can be a part of it if maybe you're a brokerage or you just want to be a part of a book club, you just don't know where it fits in, you can kind of remotely fit into that mm -hmm. um, because it is really cool. I mean, the our room here is, is constantly packed every Wednesday morning at 830. Um, There's 25 people it. in there all sharing ideas about a book. And that's another thing when we talk about innovation and right. all of these things. Book clubs aren't innovative, but the way the book clubs are being done and led. Yeah by the agents not 
myself, no oh, yeah. leadership. And it's, it's not man, it's in it's no agent way. Led. Yeah. yeah. And they take it and they run. They do a phenomenal job, Liz, yeah. Adam, mm-hmm. Alyssa. They've done an, an absolutely incredible job. Gina steps in, does her thing, and it's, this yeah. is just, it gives everyone an opportunity. And, and to, what's cool, and the thing that I like, and I heard somebody talk about this, is that you don't always love the book, but what it treats you to do is just like what nobody does on Facebook. On Facebook, you're just surrounding yourself with your opinions that you want to hear. So you feel like you're like, oh, right, my opinions are right. Right. You're forced to read something that you might not enjoy and then understand somebody else's opinion or whatever. And then you're like, okay, like that wasn't my favorite book. And then you fall in love with another book that somebody else doesn't like. But you kind of get around the fact that you're all discussing whatever the idea is, whatever the theme is. Mm -hmm. And then also it's like, well, why are we reading this? Okay, it's very sales heavy. Green light, not very sales heavy at all. Right. So it's like. Mindset. It could be, you know, we throw things in there to be. Fun. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's it's fun. It's a creative outlet, and it lets. I mean, Lewis said it. He's like, dude, anytime you're sitting in a room and you're talking about something that has happened to you or something you're dealing with, it's therapeutic because you're hearing everybody else's story and you're like, okay, wow, like I'm not just kicking around, like I'm not in this dry right. spell or I'm not whatever this is. But again, it goes back to what you had mentioned is like, people think it's just like, oh, you read so many books, like you're so lucky you get to read that many books. I'm like, these people are in here at 8, 8.30 in the morning. Perspective, but, yeah. how cool is perspective? Thinking different, coaching, right. all of the things that we continuously talk about. Yeah. And it was funny, so back to the Jags game, we were up, you know, we were, we were all talking on our way home and we were like, you know, one of the wives were like, why is it, you know, what is the difference between the teams and why, obviously, we got, it was a tough loss, we got shut out, and what is it? And a lot of it boils down to, I'm not talking about the Jags or anything, but in the NFL particularly, the degree of separation for the athletes is very small, right? And if, and athletes this goes to business there's a lot of smart people out there Mm -hmm. there's a lot of hard-working athletes there's a lot of hard-working real real estate agents if you don't continuously work on yourself if you don't go to the gym if you're an athlete if you aren't reading or studying the new trends in real estate the degree of separation between you which you're probably which are is really smart and the other person which is really smart but this person stops. You see the elevation of that yeah. person. That's why rookies, you know, their fifth year, they're standing out because right. It's just it's they're obsessed with it. It's yeah. a it's the obsession with not Look at letting Tom Brady. Go. Look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. Like those guys were obsessed, obsessed. They were already ta- Derek Jeter. Already insanely talented. Talent will get yep. you to the table, but what's going to keep you there is you mm-hmm. working hard. Why were they constantly working and just by sh- – like, man, they're just so lucky. It's like not lucky, dude. They're just working their absolute you-know-what's yeah. off to make sure that they are there. And that's what you do for us, and that's what these agents do for even my squad, and then we try and reciprocate, yeah. right? It's just like we're in this constant battle of like – one-upping each other so to speak but it's it's just crazy to think that you know people will coast and people do it especially during this time during the holiday season i was just talking to my parents um yesterday and my mom even said it herself she used to be a hop skip and a jump ago was a real estate agent before any of us were around and she's just like oh yeah like the holidays you know always usually slow down i'm like 
It's not slowing. Yeah. Like, it's not slowing here. People are realizing that it's winter. It's still just as cold as it was last year when right. they were locked inside. And they're moving. Um, they are moving. Yeah, they are moving. And they're moving to Jacksonville, which is crazy. We just pulled a number. We were talking yesterday. Um, it was like 30, 34,000 in just the one town we were looking in oh, inside yeah. of the county yeah inside 34, of the county thousand people where i think three years ago it was like less than half of that it's crazy right it's absolutely bananas it's growing even, so fast even in my community they're building a new high school that's gonna have like three thousand students in it that's that's insane <laughs> so this goes back to this everyone's like oh you know all the you know there's so many people moving here Look at all the businesses now that are going to thrive. Look at all the businesses that will get created now. Think about the businesses now that have to recreate or be still be creative. Right. Whereas if we didn't have this tremendous growth, right. I think it's always put. That's that's the greatest thing about the world. I think. Right. Is people sometimes will be scared of growth. Sometimes people will be scared of, of change, anything of change or, you know, this person's going to open this spot and mm -hmm. this is going to happen, but it's just going to make you think different. And it's just going to make you push the envelope a little bit more. And if you still have gas in the tank, yeah, then you should be excited about that. Yeah. It's, it's just reinventing yourself. It's waking up and it's not, doesn't have to be a new year, new me type right. of thing. It can be like, Oh crap. That's just evolve a or don't right well and it's funny because people do that people say all right it's new year new me like i'm joining a gym i'm doing whatever and then it falls off by even just the beginning of february because people have a hard time staying accountable which is what you've put yourself in check i'm sure that you'd probably do you think you'd be an accountable person if you didn't put the people you did in place to make you accountable no right not at all you knew that about yourself which is like the number one thing that everyone's like well you got to know it first before that's a huge step in itself. So, I mean, a lot of people, I, I have to do it myself. I said it to you two weeks ago. I was like, I, it's a hard prioritization. It's hard for me and I have to work on it. That's like my number one goal moving forward is prioritization because I know that that will make me run more efficiently. Right. And it's constantly looking inward and it's reading books. It's being around people. It's traveling to Dallas and putting yourself in a room and being uncomfortable, being yeah. whether it's the smartest person or the least smartest person in the room, fly, flying to Nashville, getting a hard loss um hard but loss. It, it's yeah but it's doing all those things it's constantly if you look at them through a long the wrong lens it will look like you're just frolicking about or doing whatever not realizing that it's like it's constant work and every trip every meal every everything has a direction of like at least if i'm pointing in the right direction and i'm that's doing it. the right things i will i will you'll be successful that's it that's so, it I appreciate you jumping back on. It yeah. was good to hear your uh, your latest travel endeavor and what you're doing to yeah, constantly for, scale this company. Because yeah, I'm excited and yeah. uh, it's gonna be a great it's gonna be a great new year. It's gonna be a great, yeah. Might be a little change coming up too. Yeah. yeah. Might be a little new year, new me coming yeah. up. New year, new me. Yes. Yeah. Follow our, our social media for uh, a small change um, in one of the people sitting on stage <laughs> <laughs> right now. Um, there's so. going to be, there's going to be a minor cosmetic change. Um, but yeah, uh, like subscribe, follow us everywhere. DJ and Lindsay. Thank you, DJ. We'll talk thank to you, you soon. Happy holidays. See you guys.